Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Welcome back to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. I am the Vacation Races race announcer, Colleen Rue. Excited to be here with you. And I've got race director, Brett Beagley with me, and we're going to talk Lake Powell Half Marathon. Brett, I have to say that this truly is one of my very, very favorite courses in the whole Vacation Races series. It's it's a very unique course, I think, uh, with running around along the uh, Page Rim Trail. And a lot of our courses, they're all unique in their own way, but this one is definitely st- stands out. Yeah, it stands out to me too. I remember this was one of our original courses way back when Vacation Races started, and it's always been a fan favorite. Absolutely beautiful views and vistas that you're going to get from this course. It's mostly road. It's a pretty fast course, actually. But you do get this little trail section that is just my favorite on the Page Rim Trail. Yeah, that that couple of mile of trail, um, when you get out on on the rim and you look down at the lake and you just got a great view of everything down there. Uh, Water level's a little bit low this year. Uh, Well, it's actually quite low, but it's still an amazing view. Yeah, you're looking down. Lake Powell fills up Glen Canyon, and Glen Canyon itself is just absolutely majestic. And though the water, of course, we've been in a huge drought in the West, and the water levels have dropped like historic lows. I mean, the dam is at like historic lows at this point, but it is still absolutely beautiful to behold the views, especially from the Page Rim Trail. So let's kind of dive into this, Brett. Let's talk through the schedule and how things are going to work. You guys are going to have to, you know, excuse my voice. I've been announcing a lot lately. And so my voice is a little bit rough today, but we'll let Brett take over most of this. So Brett, on Friday, we're going to get to Page, Arizona. And I think the first thing we should talk about is Arizona time versus Utah time. Page, Arizona, right there on the border. And actually, when we go to the finish line of this course, we're going to be in Utah. So our time zones are a little bit wacky because Utah and Arizona aren't on the same time zone, right? No, we're an hour different. So when you uh, get to town, set your alarm to lock on that time. Otherwise you're right on the border and it's going to be bouncing back and forth um, the whole weekend. So lock your phone, lock your watch, whatever in so that we make sure that everyone's showing up at the right time. Yeah, because that happens a lot here. It will bounce back and forth. So if you have an iPhone, you can just put it, go into settings in general. And in date and time, you can actually just click off the automatic update for those time zones and just set it to a Phoenix, Arizona time zone and manually set that and you'll be good to go there. And so we won't have any problems. But on Friday, what time is Packet Pickup going to open? So we're going to go noon, uh, 12 o'clock. We can't handle anyone before that so please don't come before noon but we'll be set up and ready for you parking is uh right across the street at the high school and there's tons of parking tons of space so uh come at noon and we will get your bib get your shirt and uh, there will be some a few different vendors there um there is a, a local company that brings uh shoes you can get great deals on running shoes so the expo is going to be fantastic um at four o'clock, we're going to have the Navajo hoop dancers for you. If you guys haven't seen that and haven't experienced, that is definitely a highlight of the of the expo. It is 
they do an amazing job. It's quite a show. It's a uh, very traditional, uh, costumes, dancing. It's, it's really, really neat. Yeah, I agree, Brett. When the hoop dancers come, it's, it really gives us a sense of the culture of that area because that culture all, you know, is Navajo nation and it's, there's so much history there. And those people have been in this area just since the start of time, it's very sacred to them. And for them to share a little bit of their culture with us at the expo like that is just absolutely fabulous. So I'm I'm always excited to see when they come back. And Tomas has been with us for years and years showing off these amazing skills. He was actually like in the world championship of hoop dancing. So these guys know what they're doing when it comes to hoop dancing. Him and his daughter, yeah, they, they put on quite a show. Yeah, his daughter. We've kind of watched her grow up from being a little baby, and now she's got her own hoops that she dances with, so it's kind of cool. So we're going to be at John C. Page Park, which is right in the center of Page. So it's really easy to get to. It's right off of the main road that comes up where all the restaurants are. A lot of the hotels are right there. So if you're staying in that kind of downtown area of Page, you're probably going to be within walking distance, and that's the beauty of this. And where we have our expo is actually going to be the start line as well. So it gives you kind of a good sense of where we're going to be starting on Saturday. So expo, we'll have the St. George Running Center there. You guys can come around, get all the things that you need, and we'll get you ready to go. Nerding out on data, perfecting the optimal training and nutrition plan, aiming for progression in PRs. Sound like you? Well, Gnarly Nutrition can relate. Featuring a full line of honest sports nutrition products, Gnarly provides the best nutrition possible for all types of mountain athletes. Because they offer great tasting and reputable products, Vacation Races trust Gnarly to be the on-course hydration sponsor. With the low-calorie, high-electrolyte Gnarly Hydrate for shorter races and the calorie, electrolyte, and amino acid-filled Gnarly Fuel 2.0 for longer races. Gnarly is here, taking the bonking out of your big day. Use code vacation 15 during checkout at gonarly.com for 15% off. I love Brett about this event that the logistics are just super easy. Like you said, there's tons of parking available right there at the page high school. It's just kind of an easy thing to execute. It, it is uh, finish line parking and start line parking. There's tons of it. It's super smooth. Um, if you choose to park um, at the start line, then you're there when the race finishes up, then we will have shuttles for you that can take you back to the start line. Or if you would prefer to park at the finish line, you can park at the finish line and catch a ride on a shuttle to the start line. So whatever's going to work best for you, uh, fit your schedule, whatever you prefer, we'll take care of you either way. And there's lots of parking both ways. There's not really a better way. So whatever, whatever works, we got you covered. Yeah. And our finish line is going to be down at state line auxiliary boat ramp. And that, like I said, is actually in Utah. That's why it's called state line. It's just kind of over. If you've been with us before, or you've run with us in the past few years, this is a little bit, it's kind of across the street from the boat ramp that we used to use for the finish line, because that boat ramp is actually the only active boat ramp, that state line boat ramp, because it was long enough to get the boats in the water with these low water levels. So we're just kind of across the street from that. So if you've been with us before, it's a little bit of a change to that, but super easy because it's just across the street. So no big change. But if you want to park at the finish line, like you're staying down at the Wawit Marina. So if you're at the Lake Powell Resort down there, that is like a mile away. It's super, It's even walking distance for you. There's a little trail that comes right over to the state line boat ramp, or there's plenty of parking 
at that finish line. But if you're staying in Page at any of the hotels in Page, just come up and park where the expo is. What time do the shuttles start, Brett? Parking is going to open at four. Shuttles will uh, first shuttles will leave at four forty five. Uh, last call for shuttles is six fifteen. No, sorry, that's that's your under lineup. Last call is is five forty five. So you've got an hour window there to get on uh, get on shuttles. We'll have bid pickup for you um, at the start line, and last call for bid pickup is also five forty five. Okay, so 545, we want to get you guys, that's your last call to get everything. So whether you're grabbing those shuttles or you're just parking right there at the start line, just make sure to get there. At the start line, we're going to do some raffles. We'll have some raffles early in the morning. So when you show up, whether on the shuttle from the finish line or you get there a little bit early, we'll do some raffles in the morning, give away some great prizes. It's generally really mild in the morning as well. The weather's been pretty warm in the Southwest recently, and so it's really perfect weather. I love, that's one thing that I love about Lake Powell too. Of course I'm saying perfect weather, Brett, and who knows what mother nature is going to throw at us, but generally speaking, it's quite mild. I would say your start's going to be somewhere in the forties, um, maybe the mid forties and you're going to just be there. We'll have some hot chocolate for you and we'll have coffee and we'll have some bananas. We'll get you all set to go and then we'll get everybody started. Hydration has never looked so good. Hydroflask brings you the best and brightest bottles, tumblers, and outdoor kitchenware. Strikingly simple and durable. Hydroflask reusable items are perfect for your outdoor adventures. Discover your best travel mate on hydroflask.com or follow at Hydroflask on Instagram. What time is the actual race start? Race starts at 6.30. Uh, runner lineup, 6.15. National Anthem will be at 6.20, and then we'll get you going at 6.30. Okay, and of course, on your bib, when you pick up your bib, whether at the Expo on Friday or if you have to grab it first thing in the morning on Saturday, you're going to have a wave designation on your bib, and that wave is going to have a color, and it's based on your projected finish time that you gave us at registration, or if you didn't give us one, we kind of just slotted you in there. So we're going to line everybody up in those waves, and those waves are just going to help us kind of trickle you out. The first few miles are just in downtown Page. You're going to kind of wind through the city of Page before you get out to that Page Rim Trail, which is single track, but we have about three and a half miles isn't it brett before we get out to that trail yeah it's it's just enough to kind of get everything stretched out a little bit so it's not super congested um there will still be you know a little bit of passing here and there on uh, on the trail but uh, there's some there's some good spots but yes we'll uh, you'll be stretched out a little bit by the time you hit hit the single track going around page rim trail and when I think of this trail, you know, some people are like, wait, do I need trail shoes? I'm not a trail runner. This is really a, a trail for everyone. It's fairly flat. It's not really technical. There are lots of spots, like you said, that are easy to be able to pass on that page rim trail. So do you think that people need trail shoes for this? I don't. I agree with you 100%. The trail is really good. It's not technical. Um, spots are a little bit sandy but nothing nothing that uh, would that i would worry about trail shoes on and it's it's really pretty yeah the page rim trail is actually a 10 mile trail that kind of goes it circum circumnavigates kind of the city of page right up there on the bluff 
really, really pretty. If you have a chance or if you have any spectators coming, it's a great trail for them to go out and do and be able to see. But if you're not a trail runner, don't worry. This is like your perfect introduction into a trail and you're going to want more miles on the trail. That's what I always feel like when I'm on the Slick Pal courses. Oh man, I would love to stay on this trail for a little bit longer, but... The cool thing is, is after the few miles that you have on the trail, we actually take you down a hill and you actually get to run across the Glen Canyon Dam. Brett, that's so cool. Yes, it is super neat. When you get off the trail, it's uh, downhill. And and that's when the the course really starts speeding up. You're downhill for a little bit and then crossing the crossing the dam is really uh, is really something neat too. a neat, a neat part of this course. Yeah, I always tell people, I feel like that's really the start of the Grand Canyon right there. The Grand Canyon actually starts a little more downriver past Horseshoe Bend, but right there, you're looking so deep down into this canyon, you can see how the Grand Canyon has started to form. And you guys get to run right by it. It's, It's awesome. And that's about mile seven when we hit the dam. And then you'll kind of, you have a little uphill section off the dam before you get onto that you actually drop into the National Recreation Area. This is one of the very few courses that we have, Brett, in the National Park Series that actually gets to run inside the recreation area. Yeah, there. I think there may only be one other one that we're actually allowed in there. So that's, that is a unique uh, portion of this course as well. It is very unique. And it starts, and that's, what's, is it called Lake Powell, Lakeshore Drive? Is that what it's called, yes. Brett? Lakeshore Drive. Yes. Yep, Lakeshore Drive. Kind of, gets kind of rolly in there. There's there's a couple of little hills in there once you get into the National Recreation Area. So save a few legs. It's nothing that's, I wouldn't call it hilly, would you? Uh, no, but but it is a little bit rolly. It's nothing super steep. But yeah, after after you uh, cross the dam, you climb just a little teeny bit and then go through the uh, the park entry uh, gate, toll booth right there. And then it's, it's, it's rolly, nothing super steep, but yeah, you're, I think you're right, Colleen, save, save a little bit of legs for the last couple of miles when you're uh, on some of those rolling hills. Yeah. But this, the views are so beautiful to your right that you just aren't even going to notice it. No. Okay. I'll be honest. You are going to notice it, especially about mile 10 as you're coming up, but we've got aid stations out there. We're going to have volunteers. How many aid stations total will we have? So we'll have six, kind of our, our standard. We'll have uh, three, five, seven. 9, 11, and 12. Um, at 7, we'll have some fruit for you, and 11, we'll have some fruit for you. And then all the other aid stations are going to have the gnarly electrolyte drink, honey stinger gels, and of course, we'll have water. But the big thing to remember is that we're cup free. So, what's that going to mean when we come to an aid station? So, what it means, Colleen, is if you get there and you don't have your free cup, you're probably going to be drinking out of your hand. Yes. So that, that sounds kind of kind of yucky, and it, it is, but um, that's one of the things with our race series that uh, we're we're kind of proud of is that we're we're cut free, and that's a lot of trash and waste that we don't have. So when you get your bib and your race shirt, make sure you get your cup if you signed up for one. If not, they can be purchased, or a lot of you have them from previous races. But yes, make sure, please make sure you have your cups with you so that you're not drinking out of your sweaty, dirty hand. 
yeah, we're going to give you a cup at check-in. It's a little reusable cup and it like is super light and collapsible. You can stick it in a pocket, your waistband. You can even like, if you're a lady, you can put it under like the, the strap of your sports bra. It's super easy to carry with you. You won't even notice you have it. But when you get to the aid stations, you're going to need that. And we do really make so much less trash. Brett, I've gone to some other events where they still use cups. And I mean, you've got people out there with rakes and like brooms just cleaning up thousands and thousands of cups. Yeah, it's it's tons. And with some of the numbers at some of our races, I I couldn't imagine you some races you'd you'd be you know, you'd have ten thousand paper cups that that were trash so so yes it's i i really i really love our uh, cupless race series yeah it's awesome so make sure you have your cup and like i said we're going to provide one for you if you if you got one at registration we'll get a cup for you there and just, or you can use your own personal hydration system it's up to you whatever works best for you just make sure you have something to take those fluids in gnarly electrolyte drink the gnarly hydrate as well as water will be at every single aid station Blue jugs are going to be water. Red jugs are going to be your gnarly hydrate or that electrolyte drink. So when you come up to those aid stations, you'll know. And we'll have the best volunteers there. We always have great volunteers who are out there. Just they have so much energy. They're so good. They're great. And they're all there for you guys. So as you're passing, uh, give them a thumbs up, a thank you and and treat them, treat them well, which you guys always do. And I don't need to say that, but. But uh, we appreciate how polite you guys are to all of your volunteers that are there helping you and helping us. Yeah, I always like to tell everybody, give them a good high five because they've been out there early in the morning. A lot of times we have a lot of locals, a lot of the the sports teams will come out and help us out and things like that. So give them a high five. Tell them thank you for being out there to support you guys because we want to make sure that you have just the best experience on this Lake Powell Half Marathon. For over 40 years, Nathan has provided best-in-class running essentials designed to help runners enhance and improve their performance mile after mile and year after year. From our hydration vests and handhelds to our safety gear and apparel, Nathan products deliver on what matters most to you. Intuitive design, comfort, quality, and smart storage. Check us out at NathanSports.com or follow at NathanSportsInc on Instagram. We're going to have Race Joy active for this one as well. So that's our tracking app, which allows you to turn on Race Joy when you start your run. And then your spectators can kind of follow along with where you're at when they have the Race Joy app as well. So you have it, your spectators have it. And what's cool is if you have your headphones in while you're running along, we built some messaging in there to tell you all about this area and the beautiful views that you're seeing. So you get a little history of the area and maybe a little bit of direction on the kind of things that you're seeing as you're running along. So make sure to use Race Joy as well. It's just a, an app and it's R-A-C-E-J-O-Y. So get that downloaded before you get there. It's a super fun um, addition to the whole experience. There's uh, we can we can see in the timing trailer, the, the people that are using race joy. And there's, there's a lot, there's probably, probably three quarters of you out there that are running or using the race joy. And it's, if you don't use it, um, I would encourage you to at least try it. Not everyone runs with headphones. Um, but, but if you do, um, and like Colleen, Colleen just mentioned, there's some neat little facts as you're running, uh, you'll hear her voice pop up every once in a while and tell you something as you're running by whatever, you know, rock feature or formation or whatever that it may be and it's it's really a neat addition so if if you haven't tried it 
try it out. It might not be your thing, but uh, at least give it a shot and enhance your experience just a little bit with us. Yeah. And you know, Brett, you don't even have to use headphones with it. There's a lot of times I know Monica Skinner, one of our, she does a lot of um, sweeping on our courses and you can always get great jewelry from Monica as well at our expos, but she uses it a lot of times without headphones. She just plays the little fun tidbits and fun facts out of her phone speaker. So you can just kind of have it on and it won't make any noise until you get to those waypoints where that will be activated. So it's kind of like a, a moving tour guide for your race, for your half marathon. So it's, it's also fun for your spectators too. They can see how you're doing and uh, just kind of follow you along as you're going. So yeah, check, check it out if you haven't. I love that, Brett. And let's talk about spectators for a minute. If I do have spectators, this isn't necessarily a, a course that's very spectator friendly. So what do we want spectators to do and how can they kind of get around to help support us? Um, so the the course is all um, the first uh, through town and that there, there's quite a few spots that you could drive to and and park as they as they kind of come by you. Um, and then the finish line has tons of parking and we encourage all of you to, to, uh, cheer on your runners there at the finish line. Yeah. And the only thing to keep in mind is that the dam kind of clogs up traffic a little bit because we do have to do a pilot car operation over that. Cause there's only two lanes of traffic, one coming into town, one going out of town. So it requires us to shut down one lane to make sure that our runners have a lane of traffic to get over the bridge. So sometimes if you're a spectating at the start line, it can be a little bit of traffic getting yourself over the bridge in order to get over to the state line boat ramp, which is where our finish line is. So if you have spectators, they probably don't want to hang around too long in town because it will take them a little bit of time and depending on how fast you are to get over there to the finish line. So plan for a little bit of traffic, especially over the bridge. It, it tends to clog up a little bit, especially very early in the morning. So, yeah, that's a great, great point. Um, yeah. If you want to see them at the finish line and, and uh, be there and they're, and they're fast, you may want to, um, as soon as the race starts, get right there to the finish line or just not even worry about being there the, at the start line and just go to the finish line because it will take some time to get across the bridge. Yeah, one time, Brett, oh, and I forget which year it was. It had to have been around probably 2017 or 18-ish. The first person actually beat me as the race announcer to the finish line. So he was so yeah. fast. He ran like a 110 or some, I don't know what the course record is. He was so very fast. We got hung up in some traffic, got there as soon as possible. We're setting up all the speakers. My husband was setting up my microphone. He hands me my microphone. I don't have time to switch it on before our first runner runs under the arch. And he was so proud that he actually had beaten us to the finish line. He and thought he it was the best. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably one of his favorite uh, favorite moments running with us that he can tell everyone is, hey, I beat everyone to the finish line. <laughs> yeah, at least you beat the race announcer. Luckily, all of our volunteers were down there in the, the finish line all set up and ready to go. But nope, I yeah. didn't quite get that microphone on before he got there. So it does tell you Lake Powell is a fast course. And though, you know, you kind of look at that profile and you're like, ah, oh, there's some hills on there calling. Well, there are, but... It really is a course that is quite fast for most people. So I think you're really going to enjoy that. Of course, we have our four-hour course limit on that. And kind of talk through that and how that works. When does that course limit start as far as when we wave people out? 
So from from the last uh, last wave start, um, we try to stick to the four hours. There there are some courses that uh, we can be a little bit more lenient on, but this one where we've got the bridge shut down and then once we turn off and we're on Lakeshore Drive, those are those are our main roads, and so the Forest Service Park Service has asked us to stick to that um, four hour mark. So. Um, this, this one, we're going to, we're going to have to stick to stick to it. So it's, it's usually, if it takes 20 minutes to get everybody, everybody started, um, then we will just be four hours from the time that you started. Yes, exactly. So that's, that's a good point that we've got to kind of scoot, scoot through because we do have a lot of traffic that we are backing up. So we want to make sure to stay on those, but that four hour cutoff, it's a, like an 18 minute mile. It gives you plenty of time. If you're a walker, that's going to be fine. You don't need to worry about that. You still have plenty of time like you would at any other vacation race. So we'll make sure you get all taken care of. And of course, our front runners, if you are are one of those fast people trying to beat the race announcer to the finish line. We're going to recognize the top five females and males overall, as well as the top five in each age group. If you're running for those overall prizes, though, you are are going to be timed on gun time. So you need to make sure you're up in that blue wave, that very first wave that goes out. Everybody else running for age group awards, it doesn't matter where you start. Your time is going to be based on chip time. So Really easy that way. Just if you're one of those front runners and you're running for the overall awards, make sure you're nice and up front so we get you out on gun time and you guys are competing right next to each other. Okay, Brett. Yes. Good, here's good my question point. for you. I want to yes. know what's what's your favorite thing to do when you go to Page. We go to Page all the time. It's not very far from our house because we live in Southern Utah. What's your favorite thing to do there? Oh man, I I don't know. This is one of those that it would be tough really to say my, my favorite thing. When, when I was younger, I spent a lot of time out there on the lake on boats and stuff. And that's, that's uh, still pretty amazing, but going to horseshoe band, um, there's some other little hikes that it's, that are really awesome. Um, there, I I don't know if I, if I should say this, if I want to, if I want to get in there, but Right across the street, almost from the high school, is like the best little Mexican restaurant. I think that's about one of my favorite things to do there. Now is go to is go to that Mexican restaurant. But uh, there's there's a lot of really fun things there to do and to go check out uh, the tours. the The Navajo Nation has some different tours that you can go down in Waterholes Canyon. And between that and the hikes and just looking at Horseshoe Bend and seeing that view is really quite breathtaking. Um, there's, there's a lot of options. Honey Stinger helps you prepare, perform, and recover throughout your athletic journey. Made with delicious honey and organic ingredients, Honey Stinger provides the fuel you need to push harder and go farther. Discover what all the buzz is about on HoneyStinger.com. Use code VACATIONRACE30 for 30% off organic waffles, chews, gels, bars, and hydration to help you sweeten the burn. You can't beat the slot canyons. Like you said, you talked about Waterholes Canyon, Waterhole on Navajo Nation, as well as Antelope Canyon, like the quintessential slot canyon is right there. You can book tours and you can go to any of those. And there's also some slot canyons. I was looking, Brett, when we were there last time, some slot canyons that are a little farther out into the nation, into the Navajo Nation that most people don't go to. And those would be some really fun things to go and explore. You can take a tour guide out there and they'll show you some of these less explored slot canyons. 
I mean, there's just so many things. Um, if you want to go onto the lake, they do have boat tours that do still run. So you can go and do that. Even though the water levels are low, you can check at the Wawit Marina for boat tours. And if you've never been to the Grand Canyon, I have to suggest you're not very far away from it. And if you have the time, go over to the South Rim. You can even go over to the North Rim. At the least, go down to Marble Canyon and Lee's Ferry where that is at the beginning of the Grand Canyon. It's not very far from Page, Arizona, and the view is absolutely breathtaking from Highway 89. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous when you go down there. So those are some things. Of course, Horseshoe Bend is just right there outside of town. If you don't make Horseshoe Bend, you're absolutely missing out. So if you've heard of it, go just go on Instagram. You've... Antelope Canyon and Horseshoe Bend became Instagram famous, and you're going to be right there right next to it. So yeah, I, I have so many favorite things. We've been there so many times, and I never get tired of going down there. But I will say the Mexican restaurant, you're right, is so good. I also like the Dam Bar and Grill. That's right there, just really close to John C. Page Park. It's right in downtown. It's kind of a fun place to go if you want to watch some of the games that are on that weekend and just go sit and have some fun. It's a fun environment. So it's going to be great. Lake Powell Half Marathon, always, always super fun. And of course, it's starting to close out our fall season for vacation races. And our staff lives close by. They are really well versed on this area. So you can always lean on them. They'll be in their blue shirts there to help you all weekend long for Lake Powell. So did we miss anything, Brett? Is there anything we missed for this one? Um, Awards. Awards will be at 915. Okay, great. Um, Perfect. The shuttles will start running at nine o'clock. So whoever is done and ready to go back, will start running shuttles back to the start line parking at 9am. And then at 915, we'll do the award ceremony. And then usually it's a big rush for the buses after the award ceremony. So um, it, it's kind of fun seeing everybody get the awards and everything. But uh, just be aware that after the award ceremony, there will be a line for shuttles. So if uh, if you're if you're out of the running for the awards, it might pay to get on that shuttle um, when we start running them at nine, because at about nine thirty, it's going to get really busy. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion, and I I have an even better suggestion. Just come over to the finish line and just cheer on our final finishers as yeah. well, because the awards are a little bit early, but we'll still have plenty of finishers coming in. So if there's a line for the shuttles, make your way over to the finish line and come line the shoot. It's such a great long shoot that we can line up and we can really cheer everybody. And that's always fun to do too. Yes. That's a, that's a way better idea than hurry up and getting on the shuttle and getting it. Some of you have to, so do your thing, but yeah. But yes, it's it's amazing seeing everybody cheer on their fellow participants crossing that finish line, and and uh, you know some some of you guys that are fast and you're done in, in two hours, two and a half hours, uh, and, and and some of those that are out there for the full you know three and a half four hours, they're out there for a long time. It's getting hot, and uh, they they've been working pretty hard, so they they appreciate the encouragement as they are crossing the finish line as well. Yeah, and it's a great place to hang out at the finish line. Hopefully we have great weather like we have the last few years and you guys are just in for a treat. I always tell people when they ask me, what's your favorite vacation races course? What's your favorite event? Lake Powell is on that very short list for me because it really is just an absolutely breathtaking course. It's a fast course. It's a beautiful area to visit. So I just think you got to... You got to go. You got to do it and get excited about it. If they need anything, they can reach out to you, Brett, right? What's your email? 
Yes, Brett with one T, B-R-E-T, at vacationraces.com. And they can also reach out to info at vacationraces.com. And that will be our customer service that uh, is amazing. They are amazing. So if you guys need anything, we are there for you. But we can't wait to see you in Page, Arizona for the Lake Powell Half Marathon. Guys, thank you so much. I mean, Vacation Races, this community, it is something special. And it's because of you that you choose to come and run with us. You trust us with your race experience. So thank you guys so much. Make sure to check out all the other races we have coming up. Of course, in October as well, we're looking forward to our Everglades Half Marathon return. So we have that news new on our 2022 calendar and the 2023 calendar will be coming out soon and there might be some fun new special things coming there as well so get excited and thanks again guys for running with vacation races we'll see you next time you've been listening to the vacation races and friends podcast we love your feedback email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments concerns or stories you'd love to share Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.